Voting is on the block, and it's great theater. There are some updates on Cuba. Let's not forget about Cuba. And we have some other pieces of news to talk about. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. We got a ton to talk about today. I don't even know if we're going to get through it all, but we're going to give it a shot. So I guess the fight for democracy for the Democrats is to avoid democracy. That's what it seems like. The Texas state legislator was supposed to vote on a couple of bills that were going to pass quite easily in Texas. The Republicans in Texas have a supermajority, so there really wasn't much of a way they could stop the Republicans from actually getting their bills passed. Um, But the problem is the whole thing has to go through something called a quorum, which is basically a set of debates. And each legislator needs to be in attendance. Now, by needing to be in attendance, it's like law. They have to be there. Both, they have to be there or they could actually, like, I don't know, get arrested. Now, there, there are two main laws that are causing such controversy. The one is the Voting Rights Act uh, that is in Texas. And the Voting Rights Act, I don't understand what the big freaking deal is with this, but apparently it's Jim Crow and, oh, it's racist and, oh, everything else. So here's, here's essentially what is in this act. Um, identification is required to vote, whether it be um, voting in person or voting via mail. Now, this was what, something that, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, there's no 24-hour boat voting, and this is simply because it's just too hard to keep people around for 24 hours. There's no drive-through voting. You actually have to either show up and present an ID. You can't drive through and actually drop your ballot off. They eliminate ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is what we do in California, and it's an absolute disaster. What a ballot harvesting does is it's when a, um, a partisan can go from house to house and actually collect ballots, help them fill in their ballots, things of that nature. Ballot harvesting is evil. Uh, No unsolicited mailing of ballots. This is something that was done during COVID where someone could get a ballot straight through the mail simply because that's happened to be where they live. That happened in California. A lot of people in California, especially, were receiving two or three ballots. So this is just asking for um, this is asking for problem. It does extend early voting. It extends voting for an hour a day extra. It they do not do voting on Sundays. That's something that they actually wanted to put in, but it was fought down. And it adds identification quali- uh, requirements for mail-in balloting. Now, writing. All this really requires is that someone write their driver's license number or their identification number on the ballot itself. That's it. Um, But Kamala Harris seemed to have a real problem with this this week. And I'm sure you've heard this statement, but it is just such a stupid statement. You can't ignore it. Listen to Kamala here. Is agreeing to voter ID one of those compromises that you'd support? I don't think that we should underestimate what that could mean because in some people's mind that means well you're going to have to um xerox or or, or 
photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't, there's no Kinko's, there's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. Of course people have to prove who they are. But not in a way that makes it, them, it almost impossible for them to prove who they are. What an insane statement. And I don't understand why, oh God, she's just so terrible at this. First off, the arrogance of her. Damn, dumb, smelly, deplorable, rural people. Yeah, they, they can drive tractors. That's about all they can do. You know, here, here's the thing. First off, the law doesn't require you to send in your ID. The law requires you to put in your, actually write your ID in. This is the Texas law, mind you. So all you have to do is write your ID number and expiration date. That's it. But even if it was, uh, you had to include your ID in a photocopy. Um, I, do you, are you seriously, is she seriously saying that people in rural areas, farmers can't make a copy of their ID? How the hell do they get their IDs in the first place? No, they can get their ID. I mean, they have cell phones. I know that's weird, but I'm sure they were able to go to Verizon and get themselves a cell phone. They can scan the cell phone. They probably have, I want, listen to this weird thing. They probably have computers. They probably have printers. Or here's something wild. They could take a picture of their ID and send it to someone who can print it. By the way, it won't be Kinko's. Kinko's hasn't been around since 2008. They were bought out by FedEx. But here's something that really gets me. Um, you've got three years to figure out how to get a copy of your ID. And I don't give a damn where you are. You have three years to come up with a way to get a copy of your ID. If it takes you three years to figure out how to get a copy of your ID, or a year for that matter, because 2022 is next year, should you really be voting? I'm just saying. But this really shows something about Kamala Harris. She is just a prejudiced human being. I mean, she's just, this is, I would say this is racist, but not all farmers are black. This is just really prejudicial, really snotty, snide. I mean, my God, Kamala needs to get out of the White House every once in a while and see real life. Maybe take a drive across the country because people just aren't like this. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, there's also a bill that limits uh, the access, or actually doesn't limit anything. It requires that men use their own restrooms, women use their own restrooms, men compete in their own sports, and biological women compete in their own sports. In other words, you're not going to see some six foot three guy that says he's a transsexual, even though he still has his junk because he's been on, he's been on testosterone or uh, what's that stuff? Uh, estrogen for so long. Yeah, they're not going to be able to do that. So, how did the Democrats handle this adversity that they were going to probably lose in a couple of bills? They all jumped on a private bus to the airport, got on a private plane, and flew to Washington, D.C. Because they all were gone, a quorum couldn't be met, and the bills had to be shelved until they got back. Now, what's really sick is that these guys thought themselves, think themselves as heroes. They act like they were charging the beaches of Normandy by jumping on a 
private air, private airplane to go to Washington, D.C., where they're basking in the warmth of the media's glow. Then they did something really weird. Now, in this clip, they're actually discussing why they left, and then they just burst out into song? I don't know. Just listen to this. Standing there when a new Voting Rights Act for this century is there and the rights that were struggled, that so many lives were taken, so much courage was demonstrated, are preserved once again. I turn it back over to you for the questions and uh, thank you very much for all that you and all of your colleagues are doing here today. Thank you. We will overcome. We will overcome. We will Thank you, Ms. T. Oh, my God. Was that the most cringeworthy thing you've ever heard? I felt my testicles crawling up into my stomach. That was so bad. But first off, please, if you're going to sing, learn to sing. This has just become a joke. That was absolutely terrible. Next, folks, learn the frigging song. It's We Shall Overcome, not We Will Overcome. And I know I'm being petty here, but I, I'm about exactness you know you're you're trying to be civil rights champions and crap like that and yeah no you don't even know the civil rights song but also carry a tune i mean my lord you guys butchered that well here's the thing these aren't civil rights leaders and maybe that's something they're trying to push on everybody i know they're lying about the election bill and all people have to ask is what is in the election bill that is so bad and I haven't heard anybody, even Steve Ducey, Peter Ducey, doesn't ask that question to the to uh, Jen Psaki. And we're going to get to Jen Psaki. Trust me. She's no better. What exactly is in the bill that is racist or Jim Crow? But these people are not civil rights champions. They flew on a private plane. They drank beer and went maskless on the plane. And they probably needed to get... I give their IDs in order to get the beer. And it's Miller Lite, too. That's weird. And you got to love, and they got nothing but love from the media and other Democratic politicians in Washington, D.C. So don't tell me these are civil rights heroes. They're victims of anything. They're not. It's garbage. But I also want to point out a couple things. One, they are actually breaking the law. They are breaking the law they are violating democracy in order to promote democracy. So that means anytime you don't like something, you just break the law. We already know Democrats do that. We saw riots last year that pretty much pushed that. One of the things they're trying to do is they're trying to get a meeting with uh, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, the senator, and they want him to end the filibuster. Now, I don't know about Joe Manchin, but I'm pretty sure I'm from West Virginia. These are a bunch of low-level senators, state senators from Texas. I'm not going to be listening to them. I don't even know if he gave them the meeting. But, but the reality is I find it ironic that they, are, they want to end something in the, in the federal government 
that guarantees minority rights yet they left because they weren't guaranteed they were going to get anything as the minority and by the way before we you might say well wait a minute that's hypocrisy on your part well there's a super majority in texas so you minority rates when you filibuster you have to have 60 senators to actually kill the filibuster yeah no um texas has about 90 senators so it's not a thing in texas they easily had this whole thing kamala harris again another genius another genius statement actually praised these people listen to this i do want to first start by uh, making a statement about the the legislators in texas who are showing extraordinary courage and commitment I met with them when many of them traveled to Washington, D.C. We sat down and had an extensive conversation in the Roosevelt Room in the White House. And I applaud them standing for the rights of all Americans and all Texans to express their voice through their vote unencumbered. Um, I will say that, that they, are, um, they are leaders who are marching in the path that so many others before did when they fought and many died for our right to vote. That woman is so full of crap. I, I, I seriously just can't stand her. Um, courage? These Democratic senators showed courage? Really? They flew in a private plane to be embraced while drinking beer, Miller Lite, to be embraced by federal politicians in the media. How were they heroic? Nobody knew who these people were until they pulled this theatrical stunt. No, that's a lie. I still don't know who these people are, and I'm probably you're not going to know, and you're probably not going to know because you're not going to care. And is she really comparing them to the civil rights leaders during Jim Crow? I don't remember Martin Luther King ever flying private in Selma, from Selma to Washington. In fact, during Jim Crow, I'm not so sure, but I'm pretty sure she, he wasn't allowed to fly. Joe Biden, ever the unifier, in a speech on Tuesday and then one on Monday, tore into Republicans and, I guess, the rest of the country because he believes that some of these voting restrictions are Jim Crow. And he sounded absolutely insane. We're going to face another test in 2022, a new wave of unprecedented voter suppression and raw and sustained election subversion. We have to prepare now. As I said time and again, no matter what, you can never stop the American people from voting. They will decide. And the power must always be with the people. That's why, just like we did in 2020, we have to prepare for 2022. We'll engage in an all-out effort to educate voters about the changing laws, register them to vote, and then get the vote out. We'll encourage people to run for office themselves at every level. We'll be asking my Republican friends in Congress and states and cities and counties to stand up for God's sake and help prevent this concerted effort to undermine our election and the sacred right to vote. Have you no shame? Whether it's stopping foreign interference in our elections or the spread of disinformation from within. We have to work together. 
While this broad assault against voting rights is not unprecedented, it's taking on a new and literally pernicious forms. It's no longer just about who gets to vote or making it easier for eligible voters to vote. It's about who gets to count the vote. Who gets to count whether or not your vote counted at all. It's about moving from independent election administrators who work for the people to polarized state legislatures and partisan actors who work for political parties. To me, this is simple. This is election subversion. It's the most dangerous threat to voting and the integrity of free and fair elections in our history. Never before have they decided who gets to count. Count. What votes count. Some, some state legislators want to make it harder for you to vote. And if you vote, they want to be able to tell you your vote doesn't count for any reason they make up. They want the ability to reject the final count and ignore the will of the people if their preferred candidate loses. And they're trying, not only targeting people of color, they're targeting voters of all races and backgrounds. It's with a simple target. Who did not vote for them? That's the target. It's unconscionable. Okay, I know that was really long, but there was so much there, and he's been pushing this crap for a really long time now. And it's all a blatant lie. It's an absolute lie. Show me somewhere in those bills, in the Georgia bill too, show me where there's a restriction of voting. Show me where race is targeted in voting voting show me no one can no one talks about that that i hey if section 1002 of the bill says blacks can't vote okay i i will back you i will totally agree with that there's no nothing in the bills that say that um dave uh, rubin has an excellent deal on blaze tv Expl excellent explanation of what the law actually does I gave you a really a slight overview. He explains it a little, not really explains it. It's not that difficult to understand, but he does explain it very well, and he focuses on the bill. Now, what I find hysterical about Biden continually calling this Jim Crow is that Biden lived during Jim Crow. He knows what it's like. Joe Biden negotiated with pro-Jim Crow politicians when he was a senator. Joe Biden eulogized Robert Byrd an actual grand cyclops of the KKK. This is not a man who seems to be really against Jim Crow laws. It seems like he almost embraces people that, that love it. So I think he needs to be careful before he starts calling somebody in the rural areas Jim Crow because he believes that you have to show a driver's license when you decide to vote. Reality, the changes to these laws are actually opening up voting, not shutting them down. It's increasing early voting it's increasing hours given to vote it's not shutting down voting but jen Psaki, i mean my god i i don't know how this broad actually makes it um so the ginger jen Psaki decided she oh onslaughts of voter suppression laws and jim crow and blah 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 this crap is getting so old. Here's Jen. Is strategy to tackle this issue beyond the speech tomorrow? Sure. Well, first, um, 
well, thank you for the question, uh, because he's very focused on this speech tomorrow, one that he himself wanted to deliver. Um, he'll lay out the moral case for why denying the right to vote is a form of suppression and a form of silencing, and how he will use, he will redouble his commitment to using every tool at his disposal to continue to fight to protect the fundamental right of Americans to vote against the onslaught of voter suppression laws based on a dangerous and discredited conspiracy theory that culminated in assault on our Capitol. He'll call out the greatest irony of the big lie is that no election in our history has met such a high standard, with over 80 judges, including those appointed by his predecessor, throwing out all challenges. He'll also decry efforts to strip the right to vote as authoritarian and anti-American. Uh, as a, uh, and stand up against the notion that politicians should be allowed to choose their voters or to subvert our system by replacing independent election authorities with partisan ones. And he will highlight the work of the administration against this, the necessity of passing the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, and how we need to work together with civil rights organizations to build as broad a turnout and voter education system to overcome the worst challenge to our democracy since the Civil War. So this is an opportunity for him to make the case to the American people about how this is a fundamental right. She is terrible at this. Or her writers are terrible at this because she read that the entire time. None of this came off the cuff. Okay, first off, there's no voter suppression or denial of vote in any of these laws. And if she still thinks there are, then maybe she should actually go in and tell us where they are because it's not there. Conspiracy theory about last election being corrupted? Really? I mean, I don't know. I, I There are some still very questionable things that happened in the last election. I don't know how anyone says that there weren't questionable things that happened in the last election there were do i think it would have overturned the election well in pennsylvania where they're clearing out a hundred thousand voters in the voter rolls yeah i'm thinking we might have something there that we need to talk about hundred thousand votes had to be cleared from the voter rolls errors both arizona and georgia are now beginning to throw up red flags yeah, I think it's probably a little bit more than a conspiracy theory. And let's not forget, these were the same people we were calling conspiracy theory. I mean, conspiracy theory central in the Biden campaign where Trump was a Russian asset and crap. I don't want to hear much about conspiracy theories. The assault on the Capitol on January 6th was because of this wild conspiracy theory. Hey, news fast flash, it wasn't an assault. It was a bunch of jokers that walked in. One of them had freaking horns, for Christ's sake, and body paint. These were, this was not an assault on the Capitol. And we're going to get to something. I don't think we're going to get to it because uh, the news will have to wait till tomorrow. But only one person was killed, and it was a Trump supporter. So please spare me on this January 6th assault on Capitol, assault on democracy. It's just absolute crap. And by the way, the big lie, I love the way they said that. The big lie was posed by the Nazis to the Jews, and the Jews had to defend the big lie. So what she's saying is they have to defend the big lie. Is she basically saying she's a Nazi? It, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Um, and by the way, what high standard in the last election? There was everything was, everything was allowed in the last election. People weren't able to sit there and watch the election. People uh, watched the results of the election being tabulated. 
they were they decided to take breaks in the middle of the day of the middle of the night and then suddenly everything started changing in the middle of the night oh uh, you can mail in your ballot you didn't need an id last time what exactly was secure about last election and then when biden won and trump argued no one wanted to recount votes 2000 was a pretty secure election they actually recounted votes oh i don't know 10 times in florida to make sure that george bush won the uh election so don't tell me about high standards the for the people act and the john lewis act federalizes voting it's unconstitutional you're not supposed to federalize voting the state makes up the voting laws but those two acts will actually take that away from the states and this is something i love about democrats and this is what trump did too but when trump did it was really funny they exaggerate like crazy this is the worst challenge since the civil war really really this is a worse challenge than a war that killed about 700,000 Americans. This is a worse challenge than, let's say, I don't know, World War II. This is a worse challenge than World War I. This is a worse challenge than the Vietnam War or the uh, Korean War or Watergate. This is a worse challenge than the Iranian hostage situation. This is a worse challenge than 9-11. Really. Huh. No kidding. Well, okay. That's what they want to say. So let's get back to the story. These 50-some-odd Democrats from Texas are anything but heroes. They're, they're freaking, and, or victims. They're nothing. They're garbage human beings. They are trying to prevent democracy. That's what they're doing. You know who knows that? The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, and the rest of the Texas Senate. They voted to they voted today 76 to 4 to issue arrest warrants for those congress people and have them who abandoned their posts when they get back to texas they will be arrested dragged to the senate and forced which includes locking the door of the state's senate to participate in a quorum where they will then have to vote all this stuff was theater it was all political theater this stuff these bills are going to get passed whether they like it or not okay well let's get to the second story i'm not going to be able to go into the four other stories i'll have to talk about those tomorrow they were really short but i i, I definitely knew i was going to be running long on this voting thing because it's so freaking it's just annoying me so here's what's happening in cuba and we can't forget about cuba well, an AP journalist got the living crap beaten out of him by clubs by the Cuban police. So the police are now targeting, actively targeting, and beating up journalists. Now, uh, the AP journalist may have been mistaken for a Cuban journalist. We don't really know about that, but the fact is they are actually going. Hundreds of people so far have been arrested, arrested or, quote, unpersoned, end quote. What does that mean? They just disappeared. They're no longer there. All of them had to do with the riots. Now, have the riots stopped? No, not riots. Excuse me, the protests. These are still protests. Because if they started rioting, they're going to get shot. And they're not, they don't want that. 
they have they are actually going out there they're still protesting uh albeit a little cooler than it was this weekend but it should be cooler they're now beginning to arrest people and disappear them the united states is doing absolutely nothing about it joe biden is worried about voting rights um people are worried about um trans women who are actually men trying to breastfeed babies i know i know weird we're going to talk about that on friday when we talk about just the stupid crap that's going on in the country and then we wonder why people are more concerned not concerned about cuba well we got some fun crap that's going to happen bernie sanders finally did release a statement and basically his statement was exactly what everyone thought it was He's, in blame, he's blaming the United States and the embargoes they put on Cuba. I, it's just kind of like, no, Cuba is evil. And embargoes had nothing to do with it. They would have just continued to be evil. The Democratic Socialists of America are now standing by the Cuban government. AOC, who has yet to say anything about the protests in Cuba, belongs to the Democratic Socialists of America. So, even though AOC's not really saying anything about it. I'm going to assume that she's going to stand by the Cuban government. Sorry. DHS secretary, and probably the most disgusting, ironic thing in the world, says that Cubans crossing the 90 miles of ocean, shark-infested waters, typically in wood rafts, or in sometime, some cases, emptied out cars trying to escape tyranny and persecution in Cuba are not welcome in the United States. Listen to this absolute dickhead. Allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States. The time is never right to attempt migration by sea. To those who risk their lives doing so, this risk is not worth taking. Again, I repeat, do not risk your life attempting to enter the United States illegally. You will not come to the United States. Now, I know I'm not really smart, okay? I, I'm not. I it, It's like, huh? Okay, but here, here's the whole thing. Um, why not? They're allowing... Millions of people across the border, southern border, and all those people want is better jobs, which, as far as I'm concerned, is not exactly a reason to allow people from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador to be allowed into this country. These people leaving Cuba are actually trying to claim asylum because they are being persecuted in Cuba. And so these people are crossing shark-infested waters 90 miles in hollowed-out cars and banana trees, and they're not going to be allowed into the United States to even claim asylum? Why is that? Could it be the Cubans vote Republican? And Hispanics from Latin America vote Democrat, and that's supposedly vote Democrat. I don't buy that crap either. Yep, that's probably it. Absolute garbage human being.
What an absolute garbage. At the Trump administration, I don't want to hear all the sensitivity and love they have for people. They'd have none. They're absolutely horrid, horrid people. So, okay, I, jeez, I've got one, two, three. I've got three stories we're going to have to uh, wait till tomorrow to talk about. Uh, it is Thursday, so I'm not really even supposed to be doing a podcast on Thursdays. I might do one just to get through these three very short stories. And Friday, I Friday I got some I've got some crap for you. It's going to be just absolutely hysterical. I can't wait to do that one on Friday. So you can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. You can visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Take a look at my links. And trust me, a lot of links this time. A lot of links. You can also look at all of the full video and audio clips that I have. And there, you might have been able to tell there were a bunch of them. Hope you guys have a great day. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.